<laughs> Happy Sunday, all you fine folks. It is, uh, it is Sunday. I forget Hi. what day it is half the day because I'm always, <laughs> Sorry I'm always about my... 100 mile an hour. Sorry, my seat it just it wasn't sitting right there. Hang on. Oh, that's too what, far forward. What, what, a, what a great way to start a show. There um, we go. There we yes. go. Tonight, Fat we guys are, in uh, gaming chain chairs don't go. There we go. I'll take your word for it. Um, oh, hey, we're, we're... Burn. <laughs> um, we're super excited tonight to be chatting to Ben Kaplan about his horror short that you can find on Arrow. Um, this is the last of our Arrow short film special, which, by the way, I'm quite gutted because I've been loving these I short know. films. Hey. I know. We've had a few weeks of absolute pleasure and joy and fear and yeah, yeah. uncomfortable feelings. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, now it's, it's coming to an end. And it's, a, it's a shame. I'm sure they'll throw, throw more our way based on how please well we've handled do. this situation. So, <laughs> Please do, please. I won't like falling off your chair at the start of every show. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first that, time that's happened, but it won't be the last. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you That's right actually now. a great way to, um, to kind of say to everyone how great these are. They, they actually knock you off your seat. By the way, I'm sure when I watched The Monkey's Paw, I was like, I'm very sure I've seen this story before. Obviously, upon second glance, I was like, I have. I'm sure The Simpsons covered it, didn't they? I think they did. We will ask Ben. But it's, it's an older story. It's from like the 40s, which was a guy called William Weimark Jacobs who created this this horror shot. And and I don't, but you know what? We're going to bring Ben in straight away because I don't want to talk too much about it without him. I want to do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Kaplan. Ben, how's it going, my man? Yeah, all good. Thank you very much. Nice to, good, nice good. to be here. Oh, it's actually our pleasure. Um, we always love speaking to the, the the absolute genius talent behind a lot of the <laughs> stuff that we watch and some of the stuff that's mental. But this, uh, for me, I really enjoyed it. The the monkey's paw, is, uh, it did. It reminded me of like a Treehouse of Horrors with The Simpsons. You know, like a, just a short story that's not too, it's not too dragged out. It's very, very much beginning, middle, and an end. Uh, always leaving you wanting more. Um, we, how, when when did you first discover the monkey's paw? Was that something you had watched? Well, maybe not watched, but read when you were a kid. Someone read it to you? Uh, actually, I've known about the story. Uh, for a little while, but I didn't know very well. Um, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine's wife, is a theatre director, and she actually adapted it for stage. And I didn't actually see the stage uh, adaptation, but I kind of knew of it. And then I was in a horror film myself um, as mm. an actor. I've been an actor for sort of over twenty-five years now, and, yeah. and um, I did. My yes, you have. Yes. <laughs> Um, And uh, we filmed over in Ireland um, and I was chatting to the uh, writer-director of that horror about um, horror as a genre. I mean, I was a fan of horror when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but I was chatting to him about sort of writing and directing horror films. And he sort of um, advised me that, you know, if I wanted to sort of start directing um, some screen stuff, horror is a great genre to get into. Mm -hmm. And I was actually filming a TV series up in Manchester and um, I was in the car driving up the M1 and I I listened to the the audio book of The Monkey's Ball on my way up and realised that I knew of the story. But yeah. I didn't know it in all its kind of finery. And, and I listened to the whole thing and then thought, this will be my perfect uh, sort of first project um, uh, because it's not too long. Um, it's, you know, 1904. It was actually written W.W. Jacobs. And I just thought it had all the kind of elements of, of a great kind of short mm-hmm. uh, sort of adaptation for a horror story. 
did you did you have to go through some kind of process to get the rights to make this, or is is it a public domain thing now based on how old it is? What what's the story behind that? Yeah, it's a pub, public domain thing. I mean, that was one of the the other um, advantages. Obviously, it was it was out of copyright. Uh, I think it has been adapted before for the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To be honest, I steer clear of other adaptations. And I think you were mentioning earlier about the uh, the Simpsons. They have yes. covered it on the Simpsons. I yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I sort of, uh, during lockdown, actually, I, I mean, I've directed Screen before and I've directed mm-hmm. quite a lot of theatre, but during lockdown, I um, directed some shorts on Zoom. And mm-hmm. as soon as we came out of lockdown, I decided that I wanted to get into directing sort of a proper, you know, funded short film. And so yeah. months four seemed like the perfect uh, story to do that. So I, yeah, I, I kind of um, set, set to adapting it myself and I adapted the the, the story over I think about a month and then and then sort of went from there really and, and then started to look at how how we might go about um kind of getting the money to, together to be able to film it so it was an exciting process I enjoyed the adaptation part of it very much and it's yeah. it's very faithful to the original short story yes, yeah yeah uh, one one thing I want to ask actually that um, this film makes no bones about the fact that Hammer are behind this in some way yeah, right yeah. at the beginning fucking Hammer you know and it's so <laughs> nice to you, see though, that man it's yeah. so nice it, it, it actually when, when I was watching I was like this is like Marvel but we freaky people <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, like how did how did Hammer get behind this with um, with you at the helm so actually I again I was I was really lucky uh, through connections um having worked in the industry for quite a long time i was put in touch with um one of the the sort of big wigs at hammer and i i had a chat with them i I sort of dropped them an email and said i'm looking to put this um, project together and and it'd be great to have a chat and they were very very supportive and said look you know we love the idea we read the script we think it's great we tend not to um, funds short films as a as a thing just because shorts are quite quite difficult to be able to kind of recoup any kind of money back from them yeah. but obviously we love uh, the idea and we love you um, and we'd love to be able to support you in any way and so they came on board as kind of executive producers I mean I say executive producers as kind of creative producers I suppose mm-hmm. um, and I was able to kind of chat to them and, and they said look you know by all means use use the logo we're very behind the project and mm-hmm. we were in conversations um, about potentially turning it into a feature at some point and we said well maybe we'll talk about that later on down the line but at the moment it was just mm-hmm. a, a very faithful adaptation of the original short story and so they, yeah, they, they came on board and gave me their blessing. Yeah, that's okay. Nice. I can cross my next question off the list. Do you plan on making a feature out of this? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it, it has. I mean, again, it's kind of come up again. Um, I mean, never say never. Um, but once we finished the short story adaptation, and it, you know, it took a little bit of time to 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 be completed with the post production and and everything else. So we're just now at a stage where we're sort of. You know, allowing people to be able to watch it, and uh, and maybe at some point we might. I mean, I've had an idea actually, uh, and and it has been discussed that maybe we might look to turn it into a into a, a feature. So I have had an idea, and whether I, I'm going to sit down and actually put it put pen to paper, as it were, um, that's still to be decided. But yeah, I have had an idea that's come to me since I've been doing quite a lot of the um, the kind of press and 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 uh, conversations around the finished short short story so we'll see watch this space 
I say you should do it. You wouldn't have have had the idea if it wasn't supposed to be. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought as well, like the way you, you the way you captured the the feel of what those times would have been like as well. Mm. You know, it, it seems cozy in a place that looks like it would be freezing because there's probably no any radiators, <laughs> right? But it seems so yeah. cozy. They come in, you know, get the whiskey to heat you up. I felt that it was amazing. I felt so comfortable just just watching it. I actually was quite gutted that it was so short because I, I did think to myself. How like see the concept of a a monkey's paw that grants your wishes, but no quite how you want it to. I think I even said that to you, J Mac. I sent you a voice clip, and I was like, J Mac, I said, I says, it's a, it's kind of like Aladdin's genie giving you wishes, but at what cost, J Mac? At what cost? Yeah, it's, it's a bit like uh, uh, Ben. Did you ever see the the Wishmaster for nineteen ninety seven? I think this was. I know of, but I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it, it, it was it was basically he was a, a jinn, a genie, and he would grant wishes, but in the most messed up ways possible. Um, okay, it, it's it's really worth a watch. It's it's similar to the monkey's paws, and it will take your wish and twist it so that it's actually a bad thing for you. Um, but uh-huh. to to ridiculous nineties horror style <laughs> levels, it's it's really worth right. a watch, man. If you if you're a a big yeah. a big horror fan, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to second what Kevin said. That the film looks beautiful. Um, the the way the way it's lit, the sound design's fantastic. Um, I, I mean, look look at that. I mean, that's that's kind of Hollywood levels look. You know, that's it doesn't yeah. look like it. Is that's not a wee independent short film, man? That's there's 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 time, effort, money, and soul in that. Yeah. Um, the appearance of that film. So well done, man. You've done a, a great job. Um, who who is who do you want to mention in the team behind you on this to give some props? Well, everybody, to be honest. I mean, I was I, I, I'm extremely blessed having been in the industry for a while. I was able to call on a lot of favors um, and obviously to collaborate with some amazing talents. Um, yeah. Everybody in the cast I'd worked with as an actor. Um, George Rainsford and I were in Call the Midwife together uh, when I first started yeah. on the BBC. Wife loves that. I knew, I knew, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know George really well. Um, he's a lovely actor. Um, and Pete Sullivan and, and I had done um, something as well over in Morocco. We shot something. Um, and, and yeah, so I mean, the, the whole the whole kind of uh, team in front and behind the cameras are all people that I've worked with previously mm-hmm. so um colin coomer my dop was responsible for how beautiful it looks i mean he lit it beautifully we talked quite a lot about the the kind of the look and the feel and um, mm-hmm. you know obviously the, the the kind of um the the beautiful candlelit sequences in the, in the first part of the film and then once obviously they lose their son i don't want to give too many spoilers away but what what once there's and you know there's there's a there's tragedy uh obviously all the color all the all the light gets sucked out of the movie mm-hmm. and it becomes sort of very blue and you know so colin was 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 That's brilliant right. at, at being able to kind of create the tone um at my you know my whole team behind it were, were, were amazing i had a great costume um, uh, department um, my costume designer uh, was very, very, very uh, generous and allowed us to kind of go and rehearse in their costume uh, department over at Angels. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I was just really, really blessed with the whole team. They were yeah. all fantastic and uh, and really helped make, make an amazing film for, you know, for for a short amount of money. <laughs> Which is amazing. Do we do, do we do we do that thing where we ask you how much it cost or do we just move aside and... Pretend I never asked. Um, how how much do you think it cost? 
it looks to mm. me now, now yeah we, from we, yeah we we've done we've done quite quite a lot of these now from um feature length independent films to, to short films and we found out that you can make something that looks amazing these days with not a lot of money but i'm gonna it looks like it could have cost I say oh, man, this is like this is like guessing a woman's age man this is horrible <laughs> uh, um I'm I'm going to guess somewhere in the region of uh, seventy five grand. Well, I mean that that's 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 way out. So it, we, it... we 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 made monk we make it we made monkeys paw for 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 around twenty. Wow! Well done. Well yeah. done. Yeah. So we 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 managed to to do it on a on a on a shoestring really. I mean, and again, you know, it's a sh it's in the short film category, but it's 26, mm -hmm. 27 minutes. Yeah. Um, but as I say, I, if, if you can call on favors from, you know, a, a great uh, team behind and in front of the camera, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, as I say, you're, you're getting you're getting amazing talent uh, for, yeah. for, for, um, for not a lot of money. And obviously, you know, a lot of people uh, sort of did me a huge favors. And I'm very, very grateful for, for all the input on the movie, because as I say, it does look um you know it looks you know really classy and, and and we went to um we we only we took it to one festival and i remember sitting and watching it with the rest of the audience and everyone turned around to me and said well that looks incredible you know they were like really really blown away <laughs> yeah. by the movie and so yeah so i'd like to just thank everybody who worked on it uh, without them i couldn't i i, I, I couldn't have created something so so wonderful so thank you absolutely um how did you get about on arrows arrows radar did was it that at the film festival or was it, did you approach arrow to kind of see about getting on the arrow player so arrow, i mean again this is really random but arrow um they are they have one of their bases very near to where i live uh, in Hertfordshire, oh. and uh so through my son actually my son just started secondary school and he was a he was oh, nice. a, a um like a I'm not allowed to say playdate because he's too old for playdate. <laughs> and um, and the friend's house uh, that he was at, they, they they had some friends over, um, and and one of the one of the friends' mums was um, married to the guy who 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 owns Arrow, and we wow. were just talking, and I happened to say that I I had just made this call, just completed on this horror short, and she was like, well, you should, you must speak to my other half, you know, he's he's uh, he he owns Arrow, and. I was like, well, I know Arrow because obviously they're in my, you know, they're in my uh, my uh, my village. Uh, I've seen, I've walked past the the kind of the the um, signage, and and I'd love yeah, to. that's how it, it that's how it got together. That's how we got together. We got chatting, and we had we had a meeting, and and I said this film, and they came back and said they've all watched it, and they absolutely loved it, and and uh, and the rest is history. That's excellent. Imagine just walking <laughs> past like a, a a building that has Arrow on it in your town. I'd love that. Like well, what do we have? We don't we don't have much. I mean, we've Costa. got the Costa. We've got the Amazon Studios, the the film studios right on our doorstep. But it's not advertised. It's not like you walk past a big, you know, Prime movies or something like that. It's it just we know what it is, you know. But it would be. I've always loved the idea of that. Yeah, it's a bit like a big witch's house. Though, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know Arrow was there. I mean, I've walked past it a few times, yeah. and it's. I mean, I've I've noticed that that that, that they've got a. Uh, uh, you know, a, a presence in in the kind of it's actually part of our local park, and it's just round mm. the back. 
and I walked past it and thought, well, no, obviously I'm I'm a creative. I work in the industry, so I was yeah. I was curious, and I've known of them. And then obviously it was meant to be because this this kind of you know this meeting happens completely yeah. randomly, nothing to do with the film industry, and and um, and now you know we've we've had a, we've had lots of conversations, and, and the film's now up on their platform. So yeah, very very happy That's and very excellent. excited that uh, that 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 meeting. Came about. Yeah, absolutely. See, when you were uh, when you were you were doing your ad- adaptation of of this work, um, were you writing it with like um, friends and associates in mind for the parts as as you were as you were going through that, or did that come after? That came after. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really write with anyone in mind. Um, I, I mean, I probably should have done because you know, making a period sports. <laughs> well, I mean, I I couldn't have started. You know, with, with with more of a challenge. I mean, it's it's a period piece, and and the period is really really important. The kind of look and feel of the the film is really yeah. really key. So uh, I probably should have set myself a, a lower bar and, and done something <laughs> kind of modern modern day rather than something set in nineteen oh four. But uh, I was I was um, yeah. I mean, I was very lucky. I kind of wrote the adaptation quite quickly. I then sent it to. to I collaborated with. An amazing um, uh, script supervisor and and, um, and producer Annie Grace, who came on board, and she she was great because she was able to read the script and you know gave me some notes and did, did some rewrites, and then she actually came on board and produced um, the, the the film. Um, and then I just started thinking about people that would be right for, for the for the for the film, and, and approached George and and Ian and, and Mary Keegan and. And Pete and, and pretty much everybody sort of said, yeah, they'd love to be involved. They read the script, and we we were lucky. We had some rehearsal time, which again is a real luxury on a on a on a mm. film. We were given some yeah. rehearsal space, and to be honest, the rehearsal time was really really important to me, and and actually made such a difference because we couldn't get into the location until the first day of the shoot. So I knew it was going to be very cramped in there because it's a tiny cottage in the middle of nowhere, yeah. just outside Carmarthen in in Wales. So having some rehearsal time to be able to just sort of spend some time with the actors and with Colin, my DOP, and just talk about where you know where we were going to put the camera and how we were going to shoot it, and also just make sure that the actors were really happy with the relationships and everything else was just really, really um, beneficial to the whole shoot and really helped us a, a, a massive amount. So, um, but yeah, I, as I say, I just kind of I, I wrote it and then thought of the best people that that could do the parts and, and approached them, and they all said yes, luckily. You know, you were spot on there with uh, George uh, because he does seem like the type of guy you'd want your daughter to meet, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, he is the guy you don't want to get mixed up in a blender at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that was to happen. That was to happen. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be him you would want yeah. that to happen. I did think that. And no, he's... Been... And, yeah, he, uh, George, George is, a, is the, honestly, he's a lovely, lovely guy. In fact, I was just yeah. working in Cardiff and um, he was just on tour he's on tour with a play so i actually saw him a few weeks ago and um uh it, it was lovely to catch up with him but he yeah he i think he's so wonderful and i said to him the other week when i saw him after the show i said you know you are so good in the film you you yeah. you, you radiate warmth and it really does yeah. come through and 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 uh yeah as you say he's the perfect uh casting for that for that part yeah is that absolutely um, just to go back to the the location for a second, uh, I mean, the was this were, were the externals and internals the same location, or did you chop and change? That was this, that was it was all uh, on that all, one property. All the same, all all that one property, yeah. Um, and we we found this amazing house that hasn't been touched for um, yeah. over hundred years. 
it literally was as you see i mean we did my uh, you know i shouldn't do my production designer any disservice because uh, you know she came in and, and did an amazing job just with placement of um of 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 set dressing and stuff but but a lot of the the house was was as is and we didn't wow. really need to do too much to it uh, how did we, you find we it did set, set dressing um you know what we 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 put out a sh we, we we put a shout out uh for locations and we actually had a, had, had a couple of uh, options um, and for whatever reason they weren't quite right because we went to see somewhere else down in Devon and it was so remote we couldn't get any vehicles up there <laughs> and we just knew that we were going to be shooting kind of October, November time and we thought if the weather was bad we were going to be in real trouble to be able to get all the kit um, to, 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 the, uh, to the set so um, that, that wasn't going to work and then I think I found it on Airbnb, bizarrely. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I put in remote kind of old cottages, and it came up, and it had been featured, I think, in magazines and stuff. And you can you can go and stay there if you want to kind of get away from, you know, the life and and technology for a while. You mm. can literally go and stay in this cottage in the middle of nowhere, and there's no. no your there. film there's fucking ruined TV. it for me. That sounds like another <laughs> short film waiting to happen. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> so, yeah, staying I mean, in the monkey's paw house. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true it's 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 as creepy as it looks on the on the screen but um yeah i just got in touch and they they were like really happy to to have us i mean they might not have said that after we left because <laughs> uh -huh. you know we were that we, we were you know we weren't a big crew and and, and whatever but um but you know they were quite a, lot, a lot of people chasing in and out so yeah. i think afterwards they were a bit like okay that's what that's what having a film crew uh, does to your your property but actually you know uh -huh. we left it we found it but it but it was um it was the perfect location yeah yeah L looking at your looking at your imdb i see this is actually the third is it the third short that you've directed are there more that aren't on on imdb or um uh, what's the story possibly i mean i probably yeah i probably directed uh, uh maybe yeah probably more than than's on imdb um some of which have probably not made it on there because i've just not i've just not listed them but um as i say i, I kind of i think I've, I've i've made um certainly a one or two that are that are uh, listed on there and then as i say during lockdown i made quite a few it was kind of mad you know trying to make films during lockdown because obviously we couldn't all get together and, and be in locations and stuff so I, I made some shorts on Zoom, which was again a really kind of bizarre but interesting experience. Yeah. Um, so I probably made altogether probably about five. Um, but now the plan is uh, to try and get a feature off the ground. So we're in we're in talks about uh, about you know a feature which is in in the in the offing at the moment. So fingers crossed. Um, is it, is this an original part. piece or is it another adaptation or it's it, it's an it's an original piece yeah this is an original oh, piece right. and and um, off the back of monkey's paw we just sort of i mean you know in the meantime we may make another short while we're waiting for the feature to kind of <laughs> you know get green lit because these things can take some time but we're in some quite exciting conversations about the feature at the moment off the back of monkey's paw and um and so that that's exciting but uh but yeah the feature is the is the is the next focus oh, that's great yeah. i think see with a with a proper feature on the monkey's paw it would be great and it's uh you've got a question here from craig matthewman says do you think you would ever do a follow-up maybe in current days lots of greedy bams out there today i think that's a great a great concept <laughs> the, the monkey's paw could be like saw it could have 10 different films because there's so much you could do with whoever becomes in possession of this paw 
indeed and i mean i wanted to leave that kind of cliffhanger at the very end where it gets kind of placed you know obviously in a shop and and somebody yeah, doesn't quite yeah. know what 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 it uh what what it what it you know what it does but uh yeah i mean yeah i i that, as i said to you at, at the beginning i have had an idea because i was thinking about um mounting a, a kind of project in the meantime while we're waiting for the beach to get off the ground and the the monkey's paw has come but has come back to haunt me uh because i sort <laughs> of had an idea of 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 somebody who 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 becomes it who he sort of you know, gets 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 hold of the monkey's paw and doesn't quite know what it does, and then as a result of that, you know, goes down a, a dark path. So, uh, as I say, watch this space. If I if I have the time, I may well put, put the pen to paper and, and start developing something. We'd absolutely love that. I've got a and a great idea. It's, it's called um, filming the monkey's paw. It's about a director who takes an old film and adapts it into a short horror, right? And tells the story of the <laughs> monkey's paw. But now because he's done that and told the world about the monkey's paw, he's now cursed. So every film that he makes, <laughs> his next five films will actually come true. <laughs> I think Kevin's the fucking monkey's paw. <laughs> it would be as if you could take any other original short film, what like short story, like uh, you know, it's been done maybe quite a lot of times, you know, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. What other ones are out there that you say, you know, I would like to tackle that if possible, or or was this really just the only one for you? Well, actually, funny enough, I did actually read um, a series of short stories recently, and one of them, they are original short stories. Uh, they're yeah. kind, they are all kind of horror-esque. I actually got, got a book out of the library, and, um, and I, I fell in love with one particular story, and I'm now in mm. pursuit of the author to see whether I ah. might be able to get the rights to turn it into a, into a, 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 a short film. Um, it's really, really good. So I do have, uh, yeah, I have another one that I'd like to do. I mean, okay. you know, there are there there are there are so many, you know, that that could um, that, that could be adapted. I suppose it's just a question of, again, finding the one that sort of um, whets your appetite and, and makes you want to kind of put the time in. Because as you know, kind of getting pushed yeah. to the ground, you know, they're they're small mountains to climb. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I'm really really pleased that I did do this, and it's been the most amazing journey. And it's mm. it's um it's definitely you know made me excited to to tackle it again. But it, it just you start at the bottom of that mountain and think, okay, here I go again. But you know, as I say, if you can call on kind of great favors with with great creatives and and, and have mm. as good a collaborative process as we had, you know, I do it again in a heartbeat. It was such That's a amazing. joyful thing to do. What was it? Was it an easy shoot, or was was it was it a challenging? time um was it a mixture of both how, how was the experience of actually making that and how long did it take to to do the principal photography so we i think we shot for four days so i think friday saturday sunday monday so the monday we shot in the kind of in the antique store and and friday saturday sunday we're in inside and outside of that house in in Carmarthen. um and on the whole it was a it was a real pleasure apart from the fact that one time we wanted it to rain, it was really dry. And the one time that we didn't want the rain, it absolutely <laughs> bucketed it down. So uh, it was that very first night we shot that scene, the very first scene with uh, Sergeant Morris uh, when he mm. arrives with the poor. And um, I mean, it, it was it was torrential outside. And the only problem with that was that, mm. um, I mean, obviously there were some sound issues because it was very, very loud. But the only <laughs> other problem was that we were, we were all parked in the kind of car park area just outside the property 
And my producer did come in halfway through our night shoot and said, I'm not sure we're going to be able to get the cars out <laughs> because <laughs> it's absolutely waterlogged outside. And I was like, we're all going to be staying in this in this tiny little cottage tonight, which would have been a little bit of a uh, of an issue. But um, luckily, we managed to get out. But but other than that, you know, it was I, I, I kid you not. It was an absolute joy to to work every day on that on that on that um, on that set because everyone was just having the, a great time and as soon as the crew and everybody started watching back some of the footage on the on the monitor and seeing mm -hmm. how wonderful and beautiful it looked and obviously the performances were were, were amazing everyone just upped their game and you could just tell that everyone yeah. was just like so excited to be part of something. <laughs> It was going to hopefully turn out to be really, really special. So um, the, the feeling just got better and better as we went on, and everyone was just so excited to see the the, the kind of finished uh, finished film. And then when we had a cast and crew screening, everyone was really, you know, totally blown away by it. So yeah, um, I should also mention Talk Talk Monroe, who wrote an original score for us, which again mm. was really amazing. It's a beautiful score yeah. that he's written there. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, that say, cello yeah, man, that cello, yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is, and I mean, again, I've worked with Torquil on on films before, and you know, he's an amazing composer. And I I, I went to him with this and said, um, you know, would you would you write me some music? And he was like, I'd love to, but I really want to want to uh, go into a studio with with you know with musicians and and record you know the the music live rather than you know mm. something in the studio. So. We went into a studio and he recorded that music and yeah, it was amazing. Wow. I was really like really excited to have a score, an original score. Ah. One th one thing we've heard a few times is that um, actors in general love being direct, love being directed by directors who are also actors. What is it about being an actor director that makes you different to somebody who's just a director? What, what what's what's different about the way Such you approach a great things? Question. I know. Thank you. Oh, I think no. It's, it's a really good question, and I think it's a good question because as an actor, I've been directed by actors, and I and I love I love being directed by by uh, other actors because you understand the process, you understand the uh, the demands of what what's required to put yourself you know out there in front of a camera and, and go to some pretty you know extreme places at times, and I think there's just an understanding and a patience um, that. Uh, and you sort of you never have to communicate to to other actors because you do it. Mm -hmm. um, I often say, because you know I've directed quite a bit, but I, I I often say that some actors sometimes find it very frustrating because they get to the point where they just say, "Well, just do it like this." Whereas I am a director who, if I'm directing, I'm not sort of thinking, "How would I do that?" I'm only ever thinking, "How can I encourage or help this particular actor to be able to get to where I need that actor to get to." Mm. Um, but as I say, I, I think it's just about the kind of the patience and the understanding of the process and knowing, you know, knowing what actors need to go through. And, and, you know, actors work in very different ways. Not all actors get there quickly. Some take a bit more time. Some need a little bit more encouragement and, and feedback. Some don't need any, any feedback whatsoever. You can just give them one tiny note and they'll run with it. it it's a bit like conducting an orchestra. And everyone plays a different instrument, and you just have to know how to be able to bring everybody onto the same onto the same page. Yeah. Um, but as I say, I mean, all those actors in in Monkey's Paw worked quite um, quite differently. Um, I should just mention actually Tristan Weimark, who played um, uh, the solicitor who comes to deliver the, 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 the bad news. He's actually the great grandson 
of W.W. W. Jacobs, the author of The Monkey's Ball. No way. What? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, weirdly, so Tristan and I were in the, um, the stage adaptation of The Exorcist, uh, which ah, is obviously right. an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, movie, which I'm a massive fan of. And, Who did you play? Um, Who did you play in the stage? I played, um, I played uh, Father Karras. You lucky um, bastard. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, again, uh, an amazing, an amazing uh, job. I mean, it was one of those jobs. I'm a massive fan of the film. So when the opportunity came up to be able to play Father Harris on stage in the adaptation, I was like, yeah, I'd love to have a go at that. And um, met Tristan. Uh, he was in he was in that that uh, that cast. And he, he, he messaged me and said, I see you're making the monkey's ball. I'm actually the great grandson of W. That's mental. What's the chances? <laughs> I know. You've got to be in my movie. So um, so basically, I approached him and said, would you come and come and play this part? And he said, I'd love to. So it was a real He's damn good as well. Um, yeah, he's great. He's really good. He's really, really good. See if that wasn't serendipitous. Hey, like the fact yeah, that absolutely. everything from the arrow, I, I don't know, there's just... It's like um, Final Destination, but in, in a positive light, right? In order to make this <laughs> film happen, you've got the great grandson, you've got your kids go to the same school as the guy that owns Arrow. It's <laughs> just so much to to go, you know, just to go in your way. We've got a, another comment here. Matthew Mann says, I'm going to make a film about a cursed camel toe. Only two wishes, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> oh, I, just got, I just got it. I just got it. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> You need to read these things first, man. Janice <laughs> uh, says, well, talk about meant to be correct. I think it's yes. great what you've managed to pull off. Uh, I heavy, heavily enjoyed The Monkey's Paw, and I mm. urge everybody to go ahead and watch it. Uh, we will definitely be keeping an eye on what you do next with your feature, um, and we will definitely be following to make sure to see if The Monkey's Paw makes it into a feature as well. Where can everybody find you to follow you? Are you active on social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, um, Ben Kaplan Actor uh, on Insta on Instagram. So please, yeah, please follow. Um, yeah, there'll be, be, be some exciting things. Hopefully, fingers crossed, happening in in the not yeah. too distant future. So uh, yeah, watch this space. Absolutely, that's amazing. I got one more thing. I, I I just I have to cheapen this whole podcast by going. What was it like to be in Band of Brothers, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, i'm so used to people asking that question um it was and continues to be one of the greatest uh um gigs that i've been i've been i've been part of i mean it, it continues 20 odd years down the line to to be one of those series that everybody wants to know you know how was it to be part of that amazing tv show and now that uh, master of the air's just come out Obviously, there's a kind of whole kind of new buzz about, uh, yeah, there it is, um, <laughs> that whole new buzz about, about Band of Brothers. And, and yeah, it was an incredible experience. Um, I, I, I still am so proud of the show. I think it still stands up as one of the best TV shows ever made. Um, such an honor to portray the guys that are portrayed. And, and obviously, as a cast, we're still really, really close. So yeah, um, I, I'm just if 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 I if I never do another job again, the fact that I was uh, you know on that on that show yeah. uh, is is you know one of the one of the things I could tick off my bucket list. It was uh, it was a good uh, I think yeah. you're the second oh, well, person. That yeah, was second uh, yeah. second band of brothers alumni on the show. So it's, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Steve, good. You had Stephen on, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a good yeah. friend of ours, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He put us on a podcast called The Dead Eyes. Did you ever hear about that that story? Yes. I 
yeah, 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 yeah. I did, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have talked to me about dead eyes. Um, but yeah, uh, as I say, it's it's uh, it's it's one of those one of those jobs. Wherever I go, people always want to talk about, or just at least acknowledge it. And yeah. you know, I never I, get. To I had to do it. I had to do it before we went. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no problem at all. Honestly, yeah, very proud to have been part of it. <laughs> shyster, you just call me a shyster. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Ben, it's been amazing having you on, and you're welcome back anytime, mate. Ever, you ever just give us a, a shout if you ever want to talk about other movies or something you've got coming up. Um, the doors, or even your own here. career, man. We'd love to have you back just to to run through it with you, man. It was it's, ah, it's yeah, been bro. great fun having you. We'd we'd love to talk to you more in depth about your your entire career and your 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 works. It's, when it's, you've got uh, time, it's awesome. when you've got, yeah. <laughs> Love to, would love to. I'll definitely come back. Been uh, been That'd a real be pleasure chatting to you guys. So uh, you too, mate. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. As always, Thank Ben, you. thanks very much. And we will let you go and enjoy the rest of your night, mate, as we wrap up this podcast to talk about the monkey's paw and plug Arrow to Hell. Thanks again, Ben. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure, mate. All right. No problem. Thanks, thanks very again, much. Mate. Take care. Cheers, thanks, you mate. Too, mate. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. That was amazing. I can't believe yeah, you went on. Loved it. I can't believe you mentioned the B word. <laughs> no, it did feel like the B word. I was sitting there just going, don't do it, don't do it. I'm going to have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> Lee says, hi, guys. Hope you're all good. We are phenomenal, Lee. Thank you for popping in. Uh, Janice says, it's been great. Janice, oh, what do you mean night? I mean, we're not wrapping up yet. <laughs> no, we're still chatting. We're still chatting. Still um, it's a huge thanks to Ben for giving us his time. Mm. He, we, we usually get about half an hour with people that are in the industry because they're very very busy folks they kind of be sitting chatting to us all night um, but <laughs> they're welcome to at any point uh i would like to say a huge thank you to arrow for not only giving us the opportunity to speak to these uh, incredibly talented people but also for plugging our show and uh, supporting us <laughs> supporting them i mean that they i mean that's I'm triangulation right there man that's yeah, triangulation yeah. I am a I'm a huge fan of Arrow's works. I've you go through it, my Blu-ray collection, there's none but Arrow, right? I love a good Arrow. Do you know, do you know uh, what's really disgusting? I think I've got one. Oh, <laughs> what is disgusting. it? Big Trouble in Little China? Um I think it might be American Railwolf in London. I think it will be. There, do you know there's an arrow release and there's a non-arrow release? I have both. Ah. Do you know? See the the Big Trouble in Little China arrow release I've got is through there. I'm not gonna go and get it right. But the, the Big Trouble in Little China, right? And anybody that loves physical media will appreciate this. It's got a reversible sleeve, motherfucker. <laughs> it's got the original <laughs> sleeve, right? But you take it out and reverse it, and it's got a, a new Arrow Edition sleeve. So you can just change it anytime you want. I've changed it about four times. I'm like, ah, this way. No, oh, this way. <laughs> so I fancy my DVD inside out this week. <laughs> so I'm proper proper the the attention to detail arrow definitely it, it targets folk like myself that can't wait to spend money on something just to turn the dvd case inside out and <laughs> and then they cram they cram it with a ton of never before seen footage you know everything from storyboards even my terminator 3 blu-ray in fact what oh there? no Oh, yeah. no. Even the Terminator 3 Blu-ray has oh, extras on it. No, the T3 <laughs> word. <laughs> I did the P you word, know? you did the T word. Uh, I had to. Wouldn't it be me going through? <laughs> yeah, I, I found them. Recently I got a I said Jurassic Park collection. I was like, oh, a full collection of 3D. But it's just Jurassic World and Jurassic Park in 3D, which I already have. Ah. But, this is a diff- but the thing is, like, I literally have Jurassic Park on Blu-ray. 
I've got it on Blu-ray 3D, and now I've got it on Blu-ray 3D with Jurassic Park 3D. Do you know why I got it again? Have you got a 3D it's... TV? Aye. Oh, that's fine then. Right, but do you know why I got it again? Why? Because the slip-off Reversible. Case. <laughs> no, no, it's just it has a slip-off case. <laughs> like, that's it. See, these, these things do things to me, mate. I've seen me, I've seen me go into a shop, right? Buy an edition like this and go, oh, smashing a film. Go, oh, great. And then I go to another shop and realize it comes with a slip off, right? And I feel I feel cheated. And I go, this, I just go, this is me. I go. Risking <laughs> <laughs> fucking jail just to get. So oh, you're a dirty, rotten thief. <laughs> dirty, rotten thief. Well, you. well. Also, the way also I see can, it, I, can I can I just comment on something here, right? You've you've got so many different editions of the same film, like over and over again. You've not just done this with one film; you've done this with multiple Correct. multiple films. <laughs> I, when I worked for Lidl, I used to get texts from my wife halfway uh, through my shift saying, "What's this three pound twenty at Lidl?" I'm like, "I had to eat, man." <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's just like, oh, buy, buy the same film nine times, it's fine. <laughs> she gives me shit all the time. <laughs> thing is, the way I look at it, I'm like, here, this slip-off case it essentially belongs to me because I bought the edition that never had the slip-off case on it. So someone owes me a slip-off case. All the revenue goes back to the same point. You owe me a slip-off case. Just so happens that Asda is the victim this week. <laughs> <Shrimp>. <laughs> no, because they can still sell. They can still sell it. Just someday it's no bothered about slip-off cases. No, they don't, because you nicked a bit with the barcode. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, it's still a barcode on the case. Matthew says, "Sorry about the toe thing." Haha, <laughs> been enjoying these wee short movies. Hey, no, that was funny as hell. Camel toe—that's a porno way to happen. Hey, hey, you're right. A camel toe that grants two wishes. <laughs> Man, that, that's 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 evil genius right there. Oh no, talk about evil genius! It's Jan. She's back. Oh, it's Jan. She's Mate, came look, back. Look closely at her eyes. They look just white. Look, demonic. Look. <laughs> John, please. I'm still young, John. I'm still young. She's our monkey's paw. <laughs> She's our camel too. <laughs> this podcast was so professional up until know, Ben I left. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! It started off like yes, yes, band of brothers, yes, yes. <laughs> Come on, <Otto! laughs> <laughs> Just, just lost it. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like when the teacher goes out the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It seems that when Ben left, oh. all the dafties came in. I'm only joking. <laughs> What did she say? chops. Oh. <laughs> she's back. She's back with a vengeance. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, she's back with a vengeance. Oh, uh, so, man. huge thanks to Arrow. Huge thanks to the guys at Fetch. Genevieve, Tom, and Josh always looking after us. It's been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to do more with Arrow and the guys. And We've got a few more things to actually review, J-Mac, where we'll need to get them done, get them out. Mm. Um just this has kind of taken over the show for the last couple of weeks, which has been splendid. Really enjoyed it. The monkey's yeah. paw, by the way, Give was me more. class. The yeah. monkey's paw was class. Here, let me see if I can find the voice note that I actually sent you when I told you about the monkey's paw, because I listened to it back and laughed myself. I sent you a text saying the monkey's paw was actual class, man. And then I sent you a voice note, so I must have been right in it. 
when you first sent me that the first thing that made me laugh was when you went get some soup <laughs> Good murder to minestrone. <laughs> no, back in the days, it was just called soup. It was, it was just soup. It's like fucking dirt and cabbage. It's a bit earthy. It's a bit earthy. Shipping a whiskey, I shan't take up any. I have not earned. <laughs> What's that? That's the old uh, Greyfriars Bobby. Like, come on, Who's Bobby? <laughs> Greyfriars. Uh, um, just anybody's Bobby. God dang, God dang, God dang. Um, J-Mac, do you have a favourite of these short films that we've watched? Uh, no, I have two. I have two favourites. I'm going to make a guess, okay? Yeah. Were they um, the monkey's paw and the worm, the worm of brother, 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 brother? No, it was the monkey's paw and smile. Was it? Yeah, that was my two favorites. Right, well, I had four favorites, so <laughs> oh, there's that fucking Kev bus coming again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They were all class, J Mac. And by the way, how nice were all of the guests as well? No, it's been it's been brilliant. Um, I mean, just just to get the opportunity to to be sent sent these these gifts, these screeners to to just review as film reviewers and give our opinions and talk to the people involved, man. How many people actually get to do this as a percentage of the human population? It's very no spe- it's very 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 small. So, no one I personally know. Yeah, I, I do consider myself highly privileged, and it's all due to this podcast, which was my brainchild from day one. <laughs> J-Mac, trust me, man, we should do it! I don't know, man, don't know. I just <laughs> took some credit that wasn't mine. <laughs> well, the, the, the building's on fire. <laughs> what I love, though, do you know what I actually love? The fact that um, we, we get to watch things that we might not necessarily have known about or we might mm. not necessarily have gone to check out in the first place. You know, you probably scroll. And I think artwork has a lot to do with, like, what attracts you to watching something. Mm. And if you're not sitting there with a Matthew man representing your your film, <laughs> it's easy to, to skip by, right? So sometimes I do look at a screener and I go, fucking artwork looks pish, and then the film's class. And I'm mm. like, I'm glad I had to watch that to talk about it. You know, and yeah. what's what's awesome as well is, like most of the time, it's it's no shit. And we've interviewed people, and I'm waiting on the day where we're like, here that film. There was one film we got sent, not from the guys at Fetch, but do you remember we were sent a film and we were like, we can't do this show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Danny do this? I still have dreams about it. <laughs> and, and I was sitting there going, and I remember you were like, no, I'm out, I'm out. And I actually went, do you know what? The fact that we can't do this show is the reason we should do this show. And I phoned you and I'm like, j I says, everything about us wants to know do this show, which is exactly why we have to. We need to put ourselves out of our comfort zone, right? And treat this like we would any other show, but we actually oh, fucking hate it. Uh, everything about that sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, we... He was so we, nice, though. He was, he was so he nice. Was sound. He was sound. <laughs> he was so should sound. have his phone vertical. We're just, this was back when we were scared to say what we actually thought, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were scared. See if you go back to that episode, he's like this. He's like, yeah, and my wife just does a brilliant rendition of the song. And, and I, I play it, right? So everybody gets a wee clip, right? And then after it, you just see me go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I see she does. <laughs> Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be a bag of kittens drowning in a canal. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Crazy, right? Crazy. <laughs> Right, so, so oh, I think right. I think we've, we've come a long way, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what she said. There we go. Um, had to be done. Had to be done. Glad. But no, we have. And it's, it's, it's like I said, it's a privilege to be sent these things. So thank you very much to the folk at Arrow and Fetch for yeah. giving us these opportunities. And if by any chance any other distribution companies out there are watching or stumble across this and have lasted till now <laughs> and want to send us films, or if you're a filmmaker and you want to send us your films to watch, Send away, we'll watch them, we'll have you on, we'll chat about your films. It's kind of it's kind of the thing we like to do. <laughs> so <laughs> ah, it's, that, it's weird that, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what what I find really bizarre though is when people are like that. Like the filmmakers come on and they're hoping that we liked it. And I'm like, like, we're so insignificant to how to what you're doing right now that it's actually nice that you value even our opinion. Yeah. You know, you know, it's yeah. nice to like because I could say, Oh, it's pish, and it's no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so my opinion actually means nothing. But um, one thing I like, I do like to do, is if I watch something so good, like, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference this here with a TV show that I've been watching that's so fucking good. But there's an an actress within it, and a character that's in it that's just fucking the best. And I and I'm like, here, I wish I could speak to her, but she'll never come on the show because she's too big, especially now. All right. But I would just love to say, like, it's so refreshing to see a character and a character played so well. There's an actress called Kelly Riley, and she's in a TV show called Yellowstone, which is so something you wouldn't expect me to watch. But, oh, my God, Yellowstone, easily one of the best things in the last fucking 10 years that's ever been. I'm, I'm right? shocked that you watched that. Right, right. And by the way, the character Beth Dutton, played by Kelly Riley, holy shit. I wish one day I could just meet her, shake her hand and say, by the way, fucking yes. <laughs> like, your character <laughs> was fucking excellent. And well done to you. And well done. Like, she's probably such a sweet woman in real life, but her character and how she plays her are just fucking superb. And I've a been well a Kelly role. Riley fan for years, man. She was in Hot Fuzz. She was in uh, Hot in... Fuzz. I she's... first seen her in Eden Lake. <laughs> That actually, funnily enough, that was the second 
second place, I think I yeah. said. Which wasn't a terrible film. No, I, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I, I think it's a good film, but I didn't enjoy it. It's fucking horrible. It's a horrible it's film like, to watch. It's like Mean There's Creek. nasty, Creek. nasty stuff Creek. in that. Aye. Aye, for kids, which is like that. Yeah. yeah it's uncomfortable. Michael Fassbender Aye. as well in that one. That's right. Very yeah. early on, Fassbender. I know, yeah, back when it was half a bender. <laughs> <laughs> Full on bender. Um, I'm just kidding. Haunting in Venice and all that. But she's phenomenal. And <laughs> Half bender. Oh no, I feel a mafia man coming on. Michael Halfbender. <laughs> but um she's phenomenal in Yellowstone and Yellowstone is a great show. One I never thought I heard I heard a lot of the American people that I know talking about it. Ah <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Did I did I do something wrong? I'm just glad it wasn't me for a change. <laughs> okay, I'm just waiting on that every <coughs> we every week a YouTuber will at no 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 and I'm like yeah 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 and they're like no 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 and I'm like yeah 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 <laughs> and like every week you said half a bender mate they're not monetizing this <laughs> fair play, oh fair god but I so my 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 point there my whole point in that was sometimes it's great to meet people who have given you such a good experience of watching something and be able to tell them here, by the way, what you've done was class. Yeah. It's good to hear that. So if you do something, like when you put a shelf up and you're like, I fucking told you I could build <laughs> shit. And your missus comes in and goes like that. Oh, that's, that's what, they'll never do it. They'll come in and go, hmm. hmm. <laughs> you, you do sure a great wife. Me? You do a great wife. <laughs> Are you sure it's straight eye? I am sure it's fucking straight. I used a spirit level. So you're, you're so happy Oops, with it. He's like, so do you like it? And they go, I. Like, oh, oh, I just got the I. Oh, it's not terrible. Oh, I know. I know. I would like, jo- I would like Joe Pesci there. That's the usual response. So, like I say, it's good to hear sometimes when you've done something right. Know that you do that in the household, but when you do it in life, it's it's good to hear it, especially something that you're passionate about. So, this concludes sadly our Arrow short film special, and it's been an absolute fucking blast. I absolutely loved it. Support Arrow. Go to the Arrow player. Make sure that you download, subscribe, get a free trial if there's one available to you. Go and check out all the great content that's there. Hellraiser's there, man. Go and check out all the best stuff that's there. Go and check out all the stuff for the indie guys. Go and check out the short films. Netflix doesn't have short films, right? Get your arse on the Arrow Player. <laughs> A direct quote. Get thy arse on Arrow Player, where there are short films. But support these guys and fucking have a good week when it comes, eh, J-Mac? I've got a lava lamp. Bye. Good night. Smashing. Subscribe, <laughs> share with your pals, do all that cool stuff. Help us grow. We'll grow and we'll grow for you and all that cool stuff. And we'll see you guys next Sunday, guys. Have a good week. Take it easy. <laughs>